Hello and welcome to another episode of the Top of the Table podcast. I said something really funny last time, and no. then we no. That was just normal stuff that you said. No, I said I was I was gonna be like we're gonna do a thing, and then we're gonna do another thing, and then we got into it. Right? I don't remember a song. No, Did there you wasn't sing the song. song about the things we were gonna do in the intro? Top of the table to you, Tiffany. Top of the table to you, Travis. And so here we are. Uh, we're, this is another episode of the Top of the Table podcast. Where we? We talk about board games and, and drink beer and, and uh, liquor sometimes, maybe. So we've been, uh, we've been playing lots of games that people had heard of and mm-hmm. we wanted to be a little edgier. Really try obscure. To, try to yeah, try to dig deep. This game called Win Win Gispen. 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 No, I think it's definitely German. That's you're just. It is. I think. It, well, obviously, it's German. Yeah. It's Win Gispen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's about. Well, I mean, what's it about? It's about. Well, there's like, a there's a bird on the front of the box, but is that what this is all about? So, um, we have, we've delved into this game that we have acquired and we play it while we drink a beverage. Yes. We, so we thought since we were grabbing this, uh, this obscure game, that we thought we would drink something crazy that nobody's ever done before. So what we did was we took some rum. Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan rum. We mixed it with Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. So we have named it and we have called it the... Rum and Coke. Yeah, it's a rum and Coke. Wow. Yeah. And we're talking about Wingspan, and I don't want it to I don't want to detract from Wingspan with that intro. That was just us being silly. Uh, yeah. Oh, ha ha ha. <laughs> hilarious. But seriously, if you're listening to this, you've probably heard of Wingspan. Yes, hopefully so. And if not, then you are in for a treat because we're about to introduce you to one of the most gorgeously illustrated games, constructed games, all the details are tight, and I just, I can't say enough about this, and I kind of want to unbox it together with you. I am doing Ooh, something... What I am doing rubbing the top of this box I am here. doing something that Travis does, that I tease him for, which is whenever he gets a new game, he touches it. A lot in very specific ways, and that's this is... not that's, that's not <laughs> yes, true. I yes, mean, it maybe... is. You take the plastic off nicely, like you set the tableau for you to unbox this game. But Wingspan is very much worth it because it comes in such a gorgeous box, and the art. I can't even say enough about it because it is so accurate to any um, ornithologist's description of any type of bird. It's so beautifully done. Right. Yes. Okay, and it's illustrated by uh, Natalia Rajas, Anna Marie Martinez, Jaramillo, and Beth Sobel. It's designed by Elizabeth Hargrave. It's uh, published by Stonemaier Games. Yes. So, I mean, you, you hopefully you've listened to some of this before. Like, Travis is the board game guy, you know, and I just tag along for the fun of it. I am, like, is this partnering crime with these games, but... I bought this game for Travis for Christmas this year, and he has a list of games that he wants in his Amazon wish list. And for some reason that we have not been able to figure out, and maybe we haven't really tried to figure out enough, but I don't know his Amazon games list. Like, I can't figure yeah, out how to know. see I've that. To, I've tried to send it to you. Yeah, but uh, it's because or... we have, like, the same Prime account, but, like, we're separating. I don't know. It's so weird. Like, if you know how to, like, circumvent this... Please let us know because I cannot see what he wants. So I have to kind of guess on my own. And I think I've done pretty good so far. So I was trying to find a good game for Travis for Christmas that I thought would be good for us to play, worth owning, and also be quality. 
So I was honestly just Googling games and um, Wingspan came up and I was immediately struck, first of all, because I do love birds. I'm a backyard birder. Travis gave me, not last my birthday, but the birthday before, Sibley's bird book. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and this year I got a very old vintage bird book from Travis, and it is delightful, but I won't get into that because I would talk about birds all day long. Birds are my delight, they're my joy, and given this pandemic and how much time I've spent at home, I, I, I know all of them, and I know bird qualities, and I'm super geeky about birds. So um, when I saw this, I was like, okay, is this worth Travis having? Does he want this? Because I'm instantly intrigued. So I said, this is worth Travis having, and is it something that I would be interested in? And it ticked off both those points. So. (laughs) That made a noise. I've been told that's a box fart, and that's a thing. Is that a thing, Travis? That's, uh, That's what people call it. Yeah, that's gross. Ew. Well, I mean, you heard what it sounded like. <laughs> so the quality of this game is it's bar none. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you maybe have games, but this has been the first game that I've loved that has been this intricate and the art is so beautiful. But even just like the the rule book inside has like the most wonderful paper. It's like a crosshatch. Yes, it's so yeah, thick, it's a very it's so glossy. It's a thick, thick rule book paper, yeah. And yeah. you get the really lovely um tiles of food, because birds eat food. And the art even on just these simple little circles, you have five and a half, basically, because some of them are crossed. But you have wheat, berries, rats, bugs, and fish. Yeah. And they're the five things beautiful. that birds eat. Yeah, of course. Well then you get well, no, we get into that when it comes to the game. But anyway, and the eggs themselves actually look like Cadbury mini eggs. <laughs> and they're just, there's like a really nice, like, heavy wood. Yeah. And and they're painted nicely. And then you've got like an actual birdhouse to roll your die in. Yes, and the, the die tower is a bird's house. It's a birdhouse. Bird house, yeah. Yeah, it's a birdhouse. And they're nice, thick, heavy die. I I could talk about the beauty of this game all night long. Like I absolutely Your love it. Your player this. board looks like a little folio. Yeah, this game is really Stormware Games kind of known for that, where they um, go all out. So you also bought me uh, Viticulture. Oh, we'll uh, yes. About- no, they they bring up Viticulture in this because when they talk about you can play this as a single individual, you can play by yourself. And mm-hmm. the rules are very much like viticulture for this. Yeah. Yes. And I did buy that too. And I thought I, I wouldn't grasp viticulture. Yet. This was one of those games where I thought that I, like, when I always want to buy Travis a game that I think he should have and a game I want him to have. I wanted him to have Wingspan because I wanted me to have Wingspan. It's okay if I selfishly buy you board games for me, right? Yes, like, that's absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, I hear lately, especially during the pandemic, Yes. I have like I have geared game purchases towards things that we would also be able to play together. Like I think, like oh, well, Tiffany might like this, so right. let me gr- let me grab this so we can play. It. Like uh, Flam Rouge, yes, absolutely. Like, when we did, like I had a friend that was selling games, and he was selling so many games. And I was like, he's a, he's a big Euro gamer, and he had a lot of stuff for dirt cheap. But I was like. I would like so many of these games, but I already have a backlog of things on my shelf. But the one thing here on this list that I think that my wife might actually like to play with me is Flamme Rouge. So let me buy that. And I also bought Coimbra, the Royal Treatment, which is just like a tiny set of dice for Coimbra, which is a game that you probably will never have any interest in. Well, let us talk about that because you have told me that Wingspan is a heavier game. A little heavier. I mean, it's like a mid midweight uh, euro. Would you have expected me to have liked this game? Given no. what you know about it. Okay. But I, I love this game. Right. Yes. So, where do you think you will take me next? Now that I know this, if so, I like this, and you know what I like about this, because you know me really well, and, and anyone who's listening right now, if you've listened to us through the whole, you know me really well, right? You're probably hollering games out at me that you want me to play. What do you think I'm going for next after this? Well, so what you said you liked about it was the birds. Yeah. What do you like about the gameplay? Okay, that's fair. 
because there there are other games that I don't know if I don't know if I have any other games that have birds on them. No, I don't. But there are. But I have I have I have a couple games with beautiful artwork. So based on beautiful artwork, I have a couple (laughs) suggestions. But well, but I like birds. But uh, but also with this, I bought you Grand Austria Hotel. Yes. So I think that probably is actually next for us anyway because we both worked at hotels. That's a two game. That's because we both worked at hotels. Yeah. I don't know if it's the logical leap from Wingspan, but happy that you're willing to take that step with me. We're going to go, we're going to play Grand Austria Hotel. Well, I I researched before I purchased it. You know, I mean, I made sure it was something that I thought I would like, even if I don't completely understand what it's telling me when I'm reading it. (laughs) But it does have, um, so both, both of these games do have engine building. That's a, that's a board game thing. Tell, Tell me what that is again. Tell me again, because I have a hard time sometimes understanding the board game language. So let's talk about engine building in Wingspan. Okay. So if you've never played Wingspan, or if you have played Wingspan, just follow along. In Wingspan, you have... You explain this to me. Oh, I'm, exp- I'm just explaining this to the the folks and to you. Oh, okay. But we've but you've sorry. already played Wingspan, so you've got to you've got to leg up on people that haven't. Yeah, but I still don't know what engine Wingspan. building is. Even so, though but I'm gonna... played this. All right, let's so, go. Okay, so this is definitely an engine builder, but it is also at its core. The core mechanic here is action selection. So what that means is on your turn you have a list of actions you can perform. You can play a bird. You can get food. You can lay eggs. You can draw a card, draw a new card. Those are the four actions that you can perform. So action selection, that's the core mechanic. Okay. So you have a cube that you can place, and you can place it on play a bird, gain food, eggs, Sure. Yes. So, action selection, but engine building, what engine building means is that you are placing things on the table. It could be a tableau, or you're doing whatever you're doing, you're going to reap the benefits of that later. So, in this game, you have the action selection, you have the four actions you can do, and three of those actions let you place a bird on a field that you have. You can either place it in the forest or the field or the wetlands, and then when you place the bird there, immediately when you take that action the next time, when you do your action action selection, the next time you take that action, it gets better because you've got a bird there. Mm-hmm. So if you gain food... You gain one food, but if you've got a bird there, you gain one food, and now you have the option to discard a bird to gain another food. Some birds will have actions that you can, as you go down the the row, that you can enact, and... And that's part of your engine. That's your engine. You have these uh, brown powers that say, when activated all players... That's the engine so your part engine of engine is building. like the stuff that you accrue that yes. you can keep playing as you go along. Yeah, so the action gets better, better and better each time. So you're building an engine. You're like, so you're like, uh, maybe you can put a bunch of birds in the forest, and that gives you more food powers, and that lets you play more birds other places because you got uh, you get a lot of food powers. Or maybe okay. you've got like uh, stuff that gives you eggs. Now you got like an egg building engine. I have, okay, like so I have a question. Gonna, okay. Okay, so this is an you said this is an engine building game. So you, when you play this game, you have four turns, mm-hmm. and you have lots of turns, but you have four rounds. Okay, you have four. I'm sorry. Yes, you have lots. Well, you have some turns, and you have four rounds. By the fourth round, you should have some stuff out to where if you play a bird in the field, then you should be getting a lot of eggs. And then, then you go down the line, and then you do the next thing. That but each round has a goal. Yeah, but that's different than the engine building part. Oh well, I don't. Maybe I played this differently. Maybe why I was lost. <laughs> I don't think I've ever won this game. Actually, we played this game tonight, and I lost. I lost this game catastrophically, and I knew it on my first turn. I absolutely one hundred percent knew that I messed this up, and that doesn't happen often. It's not. 
typically the game that you would lose on the first turn. Well, if it's only two people, you can kind of see how things are going. Because maybe you, you can have... get a bird that gives you another goal. Yeah, but you don't want to hedge your bets, you know? You do um, want to hedge your bets. No, that's... The... No, yes, you do want to hedge your bets. I did not hedge my bets. That's what I'm saying. I was just playing willy-nilly into the, the loose, into the ether. And I'm, I I didn't hold tight in my hand some things that maybe I should have. Um, maybe I didn't even have things in my hand that would have been good. But I know that I didn't pay closely. I didn't pay attention. I did not oh. pay close attention when I was giving away some cards out of my hand. Like initially, when you have your first hand, and right. you have to like when you, so when you get your first hand, you have five cards and you have five food. You can keep all five cards in your hand, but you have to give away all your food. Right. Right. So I, um, had my hand. I had my goals, and I think I maybe made a bad decision in consideration of both of those things. That's fair. And also, what I knew of what the first communal goal was, I think I kind of. Eh. I don't think I did a good job explaining what an engine builder is. Do you understand what an engine builder is? No, now? but yeah, well, I... neither, do, neither does anybody else. <laughs> oh, okay. I well, think... cousin, I'm glad it's not just me. <laughs> but I, I mean, think I, it's, I like I think this game. I think it's basically when you're laying things down, and then each time you do that action, it gets better. That's what engine building is, because you you. Like oh, you, each time you do a building thing, the engine. yeah. Each time you do a thing, it gets better, and you might you sometimes build in this game. Sometimes you might be like getting more eggs. You might have like egg building engine or no, food my, getting engine. Yeah, my or, like, food getting thing. engine was actually pretty good. It like, was. You yeah. got an impressive amount of yeah, food, but it didn't amount to anything because I didn't really could have capitalize on that food building engine well no i didn't actually have things that uh the capitalization would have happened we with. Should. didn't come my way the birds don't come my way there's a little bit of chance in this sometimes the birds don't come your way yeah, there's the a huge huge stack of birds there's a lot of birds it's a lot a, of that's a fat stack of birds so that's i would what's like really, to that's one of the things i like about this game is there's so many birds there's so many cards there's so many possibilities it's not like you're looking at like 30 cards and it's like oh we're gonna see these same things in a different order it's like no <laughs> gee man like you're I mean, like, you could play this game a lot of times and be like holy shit i've never seen that bird before right and you've also been outside and be like god damn there's a lot of birds out here i'm <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like this too you could so, be outside and be like holy shit i've never seen that bird before <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i have um i have again as a an amateur ornithologist um, picked out some bird cards that I wanted to talk to you all about because I thought specifically that their characters, which I know about this bird and what the card does itself, are very, um, what's the word I want to say? Accurate. It's yes. so, oh my gosh. This, it's, it's, I've never had, I've never played a game where the content is so specified and so intricate to the game itself it's so gorgeous i love it so much okay so the, the first... mechanics are married to the theme here that's and what you're what you're saying here yes and well my friend you've never played grand austria hotel where you can have a guy that will only go to his room unless he get if he gets a red cube a white cube and a brown cube <laughs> which is which is which is of course a wine a cake and a strudel fucking laughing because the reason the reason why okay so i loved okay that has to be what we do next this has to be what we do next this is like next thing i was i was contradicting what you were saying no that's fine that's absolutely fine because i grand osher hotel tickled me in such a way because travis and i have both worked at hotels and Mm -hmm. we have lamented over guests at hotels and we've done it together and that was a big kind of core of our initial marriage is that we we yeah, weren't we the both, same at the we weren't yeah. the same hotel well, i mean you did actually work at the hotel i worked at not at the same time um but to, for me to come home from work and be like oh this guest and for him to come home from work be like, this guest 
Yeah, it's, so, it's, maybe it's not a, exactly the red cube, white cube, brown cube, but you can kind of understand that. Absolutely, I but, can. But, yes. but we're talking about like, uh, so that was, I was giving an example of kind of a disconnect between theme and mechanics. Well, now I'm very confused because I thought the theme and mechanics of Grand Austria, Grand Austria Hotel were the same because people do want cake and wine and stuff. And are irrational and like just uh, okay, okay. Well, anyway, anyway, okay. So I I picked out a few cards that I wanted to talk about because I thought from my um, actual physical observation of these birds and what the card had them do that it was incredibly accurate. I know what kind of foods they like, all of them basically, because it's hard times for the birds too. So the American crow can um, hang out in all habitats. There are three habitats. There are the wetlands, there's the fields, and there's the woods. And this crow doesn't give a shit. It's going to hang out wherever. Those are the only three habitats that are available yeah. for anyone. Where do you live? Where do I Where do I live? No, I mean, like you, the, the listener. Where do you live? Do you live in the forest, the uh, field, or the wetlands? The, That's only, a- the only three habitats. That's weird that you said that because I feel like we currently live in all three. Because mm. we live, we live in a we river have crows valley. Around here. Yeah, we yeah. live. We live in a river valley. So the American crow will hang out anywhere, and it can take any food to play. Yeah, I like that too. That's yeah. just like it's one one of any food. It's a scavenger. So you will lay this buddy down in any of these territories, and as you come across him. As you go through your board, you can discard an egg from any other bird to get a food from the supply. So basically, yeah. he just eats your egg. Yeah, yeah. It's just like taking it <laughs> yeah, any, for, from any other birds, like not the crow, some other, some other birds. Because it's a scavenger. Yeah. So, you know, time, yeah. It's also worth four victory points at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, the mockingbird. It's the northern mockingbird. Mm hmm. There actually isn't another kind. This is just the. There's one not kind. a southern mockingbird. Nope. Or there's not just a mockingbird. It's just the. He says or she says, repeat a brown power on one bird in this habitat. Yes. So the habitats are the the water, the field, or the the woods. But it's yes. a mockingbird, so he repeats it. Yeah, so you can repeat. So you can place the cat this bird. The catbird does that too. You yeah. can place this bird in any of your three locations and he'll repeat. He could repeat the crow's power. Exactly. Yeah, he could. And then I've got one last one that I thought that struck me as being very appropriate for its bird that I knew it being. It's the osprey, which is like a like a hawk or a it's like a hawk that, that lives near the ocean. So it is only on water that you can play it and all players get a fish whenever you come across the sky everybody does it so this bird just the illustration of the bird actually has like a fish fish in his his talons talons. yeah Yeah, absolutely yeah because he just like gets fish and just like showers fish upon his friends i guess so anyway and and my limited knowledge of birds what I did learn from during this pandemic and reading my, my siblings book of birds and my various bird books, some more than I actually thought I did learn. But when I, when we got this game, we started playing I'm like, Oh no, that's, that's what this bird is like. It does this. This is what this mechanic is all about. And it's so cool that the creators of this game, like built that into it. And it's so gorgeous. It's so beautifully done. That's the most beautiful thing about this game. Actually. I mean, the artwork is beautiful, but also just the fact that all of these cards, there are so, there's so many birds in this game. You know, I've played so many games where it's just, pushing cubes around a board or mm. pushing cubes and this the, you know there are cubes in this game and there's there definitely are chits, some cubes yes but the the fact that the the theme is so married to the cards and there are so many cards and they've taken so much time and even all the cards have a wingspan yes. for the birds oh on them the and that yeah the the, the game is wingspan and the osprey that Tiffany just spoke of 
160 centimeters. That is also a mechanic. I like that it's not just it's informative, but also there's the Roadrunner. Yes. Which says, hey, turn over uh, the next card. And if its wingspan is, mm-hmm. I don't know, less than the Roadrunner's wingspan, right. then it gets eaten. You yeah, just tuck it. You tuck that under there. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. That's beautiful. Who the fuck not- knows this much about birds? Yeah. This is the most wonderful, amazing game I've ever played in my life. And I love so much about it. It is What? Yes, I love this game. Honestly, I do. It's so good. It's because this is my first time playing something in depth that I've actually enjoyed. This This is a really good game. like on cue we just so stared into each other's eyeballs <laughs> and this is organically following immediately after what we would just finished talking about yes. we just got done talking about wingspan uh-huh. immediately just like a few seconds ago yes this is not a different day yeah. or time or place or anything exactly no right? no so, weeks have passed right at all so with that in mind we have been playing hive and made by John Yanni, an award-winning game. Um, it says it right on the box, so you know. So. Yeah. How do, well, you feel about, how do you feel about the awards being printed on the box versus talk. being printed on the the shrink wrap? I think we've covered this topic Have we before. covered it before? Yeah. We don't like it. I, yeah, I think I would prefer, you know, if your game's won some awards, that's good. Maybe put one or two on the box. There's a lot of awards, and there are six awards on the front of this box, and one of them's Dr. Toy, Smart Play, Smart Toy. Hmm. It might be very prestigious. I don't know. There's the Mensa Select Award because it's... Yeah, that's I know that one. It's very... Uh, prestigious. For, it's for, it says uh, this game's for smart people. Or oh. some of them. <laughs> well, now. <laughs> smart people like this game. But I like... Might be. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into people, that. Smart people like this game. <laughs> I mean, the art on the front of this is pretty minimal, like the design of the game. Yeah, know. it's not. This one doesn't distract me as much. Um, the The name of the game, Hive, on the box has a very, like, 1993 vibe to it. Like, it's kind of like jagged edges with bold borders. A little and, bit, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of funky, you know, like how things used to be in 1993. Steve Urkel would love this. Steve Urkel would probably love this game. Steve oh, Urkel yeah, would kick would. my ass at this game. He would, yeah. I'm not going to say the thing that he says, even though I feel like you'd be appropriate for this moment. Like he'd, know, just, oh, he'd, he'd beat you and then... He would, say, <laughs> <laughs> he would... He would, yeah. He'd say the thing that he says. Yeah. Which I'm not going to do. You're not going to do it. You're no. wanting me to do it. I don't know. I'm not going to say it. I don't know. You gonna... know. I'm y'all gonna... know. I'm not going to do it. Y'all are saying it right now. Anyone listening to this, they're they're doing, they're holding their noses and they're discussing <laughs> something they did not do or questioning something they may have done. <laughs> okay. So this game is crawling with possibilities. That's the sub, uh, the, the sub name subtitle subreddit subreddit on this box game here on this box <laughs> so um talk about it a little bit you go scrap some the uh the tiles are nice they're hexagon tiles they're very chunky they're you know way way chunkier than thick. A, a poker chip they got the or thickness. something like that they've got a really good Heft to them. You could um, you could wing this at someone, do some damage. You could, uh, whip it slings. Up head. You could kill a bird if you had a slingshot. Then you put one of these in it. Why? Just to... Why right after talking about wingspan are you talking about killing birds? That's Is why. That uh, that's why. That's this? what I thought. I was thinking like if you if there were you know. Well, I, I you like know them. to feed yourself or something, not for sport. Okay. Well, now if that's what we're talking about, it's not going to kill a bird that's going to give you much meat. I think it would. I think you could probably, if you put this in a slingshot with the intent to kill a bird, I think you could take down a pheasant or a turkey. No. Yes, absolutely. If you're good at... Not a turkey. You're telling me that some Stone Age person couldn't take one of these. This oh, it's a, okay, no. it's not as heavy as I thought it was. <laughs> but... Uh, also, if this is all you've got to kill pheasants with, what kind of wasteland okay. are we so living they, they in? They look heavier than I, rem- I remember them being heavier once I actually picked it up. I still think you could kill a, you could probably kill a pheasant with this in a slingshot. 
Maybe a pheasant. You could definitely skip it all the way across the lake if you were Ooh, wanting yes, to use it as a skipping stone because it's a nice hexagon. It's a good, good yeah. skipping stone weight. Hold it in your hand. It, it, well, you might need to be low. I want you to, maybe, I don't know, we'll have to see if you can hear this, but this is how they sound. Oh, what material did we say this was? What are they made out of? We don't even know. Plastic, I guess. Resin. Resin, resin cast, yeah. But, um. That was me talking about the game. <laughs> Take like, it away, Tiffany. I meant, like, how it works. So, it's, oh. basically, you've got, um, you've got some critters. Um, some bugs, which I don't like bugs at all. They freak me out. Spiders I'm fine with, snakes I'm fine with, but most bugs, fuck off. No, I don't like them. And bees I'm actually fine with. So, you know, I wasn't freaked out when he was like, let's play a game about bees. I'm like, okay, cool. Bees are fine. I like bees. Sure. Um, we've saved bees before at our um, property that we had in Ohio. We had a renter there and advised us that there was a, what he thought was a honeybee hive in the tree. So, you know, being the conservationists that we are, didn't want to just kill the hive. So we called an apiarist from two counties away. They exist. You can actually look them up in the phone book. Yep, we did. And um, he was very serious, and he said, yes, I'll be there directly. And so, you know, and then he called us and said, yes, I've removed the bees. So then we touch base with our renter, and he's like, yeah. He came out of his uh, SUV and broke the tree branch off with a hive on it with his bare hands and just stuck it in the back of his vehicle and left. (laughs) (laughs) So bee people are very serious. They're kind of badass. And I guess that's probably fine. Like, I did some research and they they wouldn't attack because they're honeybees. So they would have just been like, I guess we just need to stay in our hive right now because this is a little... So So that's very much like... um... The game hive, right? No, Where you not break at all. off a branch. Yeah, and of, put it in the back of your jeep. <laughs> That's what the game's mostly about. It's like you have to, the first person to break off a branch and throw it in the back of their jeep <laughs> uh, is the winner. No, that's a bit of a tangent, but I don't like bugs. And I actually got some major heebie-jeebies when I got these up because I didn't know that there were, I didn't know anything about it. I just knew, I thought it was a game about bees. You would think that because it does say hive. Yeah, but I mean, I get it. I understand what we're, you know, it makes sense as we'll go along. Hopefully this will make sense to you. So it does have, so you've got two beetles per, you've got one um, bee, two beetles, two spiders, three grasshoppers, and three ants. And each piece has, um, each move in a different way. Um, And some of them are more valuable than others in the way in which they move. So I think the... You have a queen... Yes, the They're, queen is very much like the king in chess, not like the queen in chess. Right. The spiders are more like the, or no, the uh, ants are more like the queen in chess. They're, I seem like they're the most powerful uh, pieces. So, I mean, with the object of the game, they're hexagons, so each, each uh, piece has six sides. And the object of the game is to surround your opponent's bee, her, the queen bee, mm-hmm. and... On your turn, you're either placing a new piece from your supply or moving a piece that's already on the board, and they have very specific ways that they move. Mm-hmm. The queen bee can only move one space at a time in any direction. The spider moves exactly three spaces, clockwise or counterclockwise, around the outside of this sort of game board that you're forming. There is no actual board. The very first turn is you just place down a hexagon and then the next player places one of their hexagons like abutted against yours. And then after that, whenever you place a new piece, it can't be touching your opponent's pieces in any way. Mm -hmm. And you have to place your queen bee within your first four moves. Mm -hmm. I think we've always placed it last uh, on our, like we've always placed it fourth. I think you did not once. Maybe. Maybe it was cheeky or something. Um, (laughs) Spiders move three. Grasshoppers can jump across people that are in a... Or people, bugs that are in a line. Yeah, bugs are not people. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they can jump across the bugs that are in a line in a row or column Mm -hmm. uh, from where they're at. So they can go jump over one tile, five tiles, ten tiles, whatever. They just go to the other side of... Mm-hmm. Those tiles that are but on the cannot leap gaps as I yeah, always keep trying to can't do. leap gaps because I keep forgetting that you the can't leap a gap. Beetles only move one space, like the queen, but they can jump up on top of the hive. <laughs> they can crawl up on top of other oh, pieces. Gross! And <laughs> Ooh, cover all... them up. 
And then the oh, ants can go clockwise or counterclockwise as many spaces as they want to around the outside of the hive, so they can go wherever the hell they want to. Yeah. And you can't you can't separate the hive, so you can't move a piece that would separate the the playing area into two separate everything areas. Everything always has yeah, to be touching. Everything always has to be touching. Mm-hmm. So part of the the strategy of this game is locking down other pieces with your pieces. Like maybe you can crawl a spider onto the outside of an ant and keep that ant from moving because he can't move because then that spider would be left all mm-hmm. by himself. And then, yes, I mean, that's how they move. That's how you mm-hmm. win. There's a couple Let's... other finicky things, but that's the basic um, gist of it. And um, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to keep playing it. So that says something about it. But I have yet to win against Travis and I playing. Um, and I always end up feeling very badly about myself when we're done. <laughs> I don't hate it, but I also don't know if I want to really keep it. This has a bit of a theme painted onto it, but you have pieces that move. They do move in kind of ways that you could imagine. Maybe these bugs move in sort of, I don't know, grasshoppers hop, beetles crawl, but then the, you know, mm-hmm. the spiders and the bee and the, and the ants, ants, they're not really, yeah. they're not totally thematic, but it's not. It's pretty, well, I don't know. I think it's pretty thematic. Yeah. I would, you might, you, okay, so I say, like, on a scale of um, thematic to non-thematic, like, one out of five, I would say it's a, I would say it's probably a four, and I feel like you think it's a 2.5. I would say it was a two. Okay, on, on terms of theme. And things are kind of hive-shaped like a honeycomb. Oh, yeah, I never even thought about that. It is kind of like a honeycomb. Okay. Everyone caught that. Yeah. And the grasshoppers hop grasshopperly. The beetles beetle beetle Right. That's what yeah. I said. Those are the two that everything... And then it kind of... For me, it kind of breaks down after that. Well, the spider... I mean, the spider can only attach itself to certain things as it makes its... Like, as it makes its web. It can only move exactly three spaces. Well, yeah. That, that might be a bit of a stretch, yeah. And then the, the bee can't just fly away and say, fuck off. I don't well, want to be queen. part of this. That's the queen, though. The queen never can go anywhere. Now, where the rest of her bees are. I've played a fair amount of chess. I don't really want to play chess anymore, though, because I think I know where I'm at as a chess player. Well, like, I don't think I need to to play it anymore. I think that's the, the only way, the only reason you play chess is to beat other people at chess. Like, mm. I don't think... To, like, prove something to yourself. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't get the satisfaction out of playing chess that I do out of like playing wingspan. It's a different type of of game. It's just kind of like a dry logic puzzle. I like the card draw in Mm -hmm. wingspan and I like a little random in my I do too. I absolutely do too. So this is different than what we typically do, but I think it's kind of a nice little brain break from what we typically do too. I think it's good to sort of work your head in this direction a little bit every now and then at least yeah it's quick it's uh it can be quick it says 20 minutes on the box but we've well, i think we've at yeah, least had a 30 minute game just sit and have uh, like a head scratch and look at because like chess you see the possibilities uh like oh if i move this piece then she'll move that piece or oh i put this down here then mm-hmm. she can do this or mm-hmm. and then like in our last game you could see the mm-hmm. end coming like a couple turns before yeah I, that's kind of the downfall of yeah i could like that i couldn't think of anything to, there might have been something someone could do that was not me <laughs> to have like prevented that from happening. But I don't think you can get into it. That's why we were talking about this at one point. Like I don't think you can get into a stalemate in this, can you? Well, there's no possible moves. I don't Possibly? think so. I don't. It doesn't mention it in the rule book. I mean, you definitely can in chess. Yeah. We're just doing the same thing over and over again. I don't think you can do that in this game. So I used to play um, mahjong quite a bit on on my grandparents' computer before I had internet, but it was called Taipei. And I would think that the visually the tiles on that game I think were a lot like this. That would be thinner. Like they were almost made out of like polished bone. These almost feel like piano keys or something. They're like I don't know. But anyway, 
I would get into some stalemates in that game where there's no possible moves. And you ever played that before on the computer, it'll it'll rearrange things. I played Mahjong shuffle. on my computer. It's <laughs> the only place I've ever played Mahjong. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's popular in cultures that are not ours. But it's playable, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think the real pieces are actually probably a lot like this. Oh, yeah, they're a lot like, or these are like uh, like dominoes. They're very much like, these are very much yeah. like domino I don't know, tiles. the only dominoes tiles I've ever played with have clearly been wooden. Oh, no, I've played with dominoes. Oh, yes, are... yes, 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 yeah, oh, yes, Def- yeah. These are, these are very much like dominoes. What is this material? I look, I, can we Google this? Like, what? What are dominoes made out of? What, what is dominoes? <laughs> how are, of... how are babby formed? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going somewhere with this. I was going to say something. But, I mean, I think it's possible to probably get into a stalemate with this. I mean, I would say so. Well, there's no possible moves where everything is blocked off and you can't move anything without breaking the hive. I don't know. It's probably... I mean, I mean, it's theoretically possible, but I think it would... I think it's much harder to do since you're not... Uh, eliminating pieces like you do in chess, like you can end up in a stalemate in chess if everybody trades everything and you just have two kings left or right. Well, you might a couple be other in a, scenarios. Yeah, you might be in a situation where all you can do is just keep swapping grasshoppers or something like that. You can keep moving technically, but you're yeah. not gaining. Yeah, that's that. There's a that's another way you stalemate in chess yeah. is if you make. If I make the same move three times in a row and you make the same move three times in a row, and that's just kind of us agreeing to mm-hmm. just it's know, a draw. just give it give it up. I don't think there's a way to lock down because these are hexagons. I think that there's always going to be something else you can move because part of the strategy of this too is maneuvering a piece in such a way to where you had some pieces that were locked down. And then now you've put something else here, and this connects the hive in a different way. So now you can move one of these other pieces that you used to not be able to move. I think that you can probably always yeah, but then, move something in a way. I guess, but it would just end the game ultimately. Because if you're like, like say I've got a spider blocking your ant, and I can move my spider, but then you can move your ant, and then you win. Mm-hmm. But like if that's the only move I've got. Then you have to make it. You can't just be like, I don't want to move my spider. <laughs> I don't want to move my ant because then you'll win. Maybe that's a bad example, but I thought that's what you were trying to give an example of. Like, there's always something that can be done. Yeah, and then if, if that's the only legal move that you have, then you have to make it so I can win. Oh, that sucks. Um, so one of the things when I, Travis was first teaching this game to me that I thought I wanted that this game doesn't have is a very small, little... Cheat sheet of what um, piece does what. And it could be very simple. It could mm-hmm. be extraordinarily simple. You could just have the icon and you could have even just arrows or something. Like it could be. I almost wanted him to create it because, you know, we, we do have a laminator. It's. I can. I mean. Tell I them it. why we have a laminator. So we can laminate our precious memories. <laughs> so you can print off directions in a way in which you like them and, and laminate <laughs> So I can print off player aids for board games and then laminate them and put them in those board games. Yeah. It was a good deal on the laminator. <laughs> it's, I'm not, I'm not fascinated. Also, have you ever, if, you've, if you've ever laminated anything, then you understand why it's, just... It's very satisfying. It's very satisfying to put a piece of paper into between these pieces of into the lamination sheet and then <laughs> feed it through and then pull it out the other side and it's so warm. It smells and, good. And it smells good. It does and smell it's good. Protected from liquids and <laughs> marks thereafter. I've yeah. even I've even laminated games that have score sheets. Yeah. I've laminated yes. score sheets for yep. games. Even though we're never gonna play I mean we're never going to play CV enough times to go through all those score sheets, I don't think. Maybe when we're old and gray. Yeah, uh, I would like to think that we 50 would. years from now, we'll be sitting around and it'll be like, this is our last score sheet. And it'll be like, yeah, but you remember way back when, when I had that laminator? <laughs> well, <laughs> I would like to think that that's a possibility. I think that's a very sweet Clearly, thing. I want to think it's a possibility. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I don't I don't I mind played, it. Played I played my copy of Agricola in here once, but I've got a laminated Agricola score sheet <laughs> just in case we burn through the rest of them. That might have been one of the first ones. You, were, I remember you were psyched. You're like, yeah, oh, oh, I've, I've got, got a something. Clans of Caledonia I've burned, uh, or they uh, haven't burned through all those sheets yet, but I got a laminated one. <laughs> I was just really looking for. I could justify the purchase price. Well, I think that um, even though now we don't really need it, um, it might be nice if you ever decide to trade or sell this game to include that. Um, it is easy. You don't actually need it. I mean, I felt like I needed it when I first learned, but I mean, it really sticks quickly in your head. Like you don't need. That's why I think it's. That's why it's not, not there. Yeah, because yeah. after the first <laughs> after the first playthrough, then you, kinda, you, you, you got it. Yeah, you, don't really you got need it. The, yeah. Although the I made a couple flubs where I have some a hard time kind of remembering things. So I think that's more me than anybody else. But I could add that as like some extra because I bought this secondhand off of sure uh, board game geek, and I can probably pass it off for the same because I, I mean I don't, I don't think I want to keep it around I mean we'll keep it around for a while but it's not it's two player you said you hate it but <laughs> and, I love it but it's, I don't I don't, I don't, like I don't it. hate it for any reason of the game itself the game is right the it's, game's solid it's yeah a good, it's a, obviously you know it's got six awards on the box including Mensa so it's it's obviously a good game it's just not like if we're gonna do two players I would rather play Sprawlopolis or I would rather uh, play CD anything or... else that's up there. <laughs> anything, even things I haven't played before. <laughs> but I haven't. I, I'm not done with it yet. I mean, this isn't this isn't the end of Hive. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention that it comes in a box and it comes in a box in a bag. Yeah, and it has a little bit of a bag, and it's a nice. Um, and I mean, the bag itself is is a little circle. Um, and it's a nice vinyl, and it reminds me very much of either A, a tent that you go camping in, mm-hmm. or B, windbreakers. I think I would have rather bought... <laughs> From the those... 90s, yet again, someone <laughs> is stuck in 19... 19- John Yanni. <laughs> I would have John loved Yanni. I'm going to see a picture of him. John, John Yanni. He's going to have a fanny pack. John Yanni. And... <laughs> Yanni. Yanni is also from the 90s. Yanni, indeed. <laughs> Wait a minute. Ooh. Hold the phone. Has anyone ever seen Yanni and John Yanni At in the, the same, same no. room? Probably no. Probably not. No. A doubtful. I think I would have rather uh, picked up Hive Travel. I think there's a Travel or Pocket Hive. or. How does it get more travel than this? Well, because <laughs> it's, I think the tiles are slightly smaller and it goes in a like more of a bag, like a dice bag or like a crown royal bag. Like oh, a, like a drawstring yeah, type of bag. Which is what I thought I was getting. And then let's get this bag that looks like a Frisbee. It looks like That's, what you would put your disc man in. Yeah, it's not like a, it's not a practical bag. It is a bag. I mean, you could technically put it in your pocket, but it's not like a, it does. Yeah, it does. It looks like something you would put like a, uh, like a walk, a discman. A that, CD player. A like CD a player. That portable you, CD player. Yes. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I've it's got not some. a good. But it was made in ninety or two thousand fifteen, two thousand twelve. Well, uh, but hey, it says also for iOS and Android. Yes, you could download. Oh my gosh, I could download <gasps> Hive on my Heavens Android device me. and just be murdered day after day by like the hard AI, Ooh, like hey. a like a chess game. Yeah. Oh, there's expansions. Ooh, they're gross. Ooh, that's gross. No, the expansions look. They actually look pretty cool. I've seen um, like what the, I don't know what the pill bug is. Ooh, but I've seen the ladybug and the mosquito. The mosquito can um, mimic whoever he's next to. So if the mosquito is <gasps> sitting up next to an ant, oh. then he can be an ant next turn. <coughs> whatever Gross. he's whatever he's touching up on and then the ladybug moves like uh moves like the beetle but can move like three spaces or something it can like fly that. A little. Yeah, so it can like but crawl but over not a lot. So it can crawl over pieces, okay. but like instead of not like the grasshopper where it has to jump straight across, it can just like crawl up on a piece and then crawl down the side. It would be like one, two, three or something. Oh, you're making me itch. I don't pill bugs the image of this, it looks like a Disgusting, nasty. If thing. you play a pill bug, then you just um, curl up into a ball and say, "I quit." I've played pill bug many times. I don't know what the pill bug does. <laughs> oh, despair. 
Okay, so that was Wingspan, and then that was Hive, and you can follow us on other places as well. I am most active, actually, on our Facebook, which is Top of the Table uh, podcast on Facebook, Um, but we are available in a few other places. Notably, we now have merch, and you can find us through... Through the Gateway Network. Uh Uh-huh. Go to thegatewaynetwork.com. You can find us there, and they have a link to their store on Redbubble. So if for some strange reason somebody besides Tiffany and myself would like to buy a shirt or a uh, bed spread mm-hmm. or a laptop case or, you know, a sticker. Hey, friends and family, guess what you're getting for Christmas? <laughs> Cha-ching, ching you can also find us on uh, Top of the Table. That's at uh, Instagram. On Instagram, at Top of the Table. Top of the Table Pod on Twitter. That we're there. Yeah. Um, there's like a twitch.tv slash Top of the Table. There might be something there at some point. Who knows? We can be reached by email <laughs> at <laughs> Top of the Table Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And like I always like to say, if you know us, you can also reach us um, on the telephone. Yeah, you can just call us. You can come by. Um, yeah, you can stop by. I always hi. have coffee, beer, snacks. Um, the uh, the Facebook page is probably a good place to, you know, you can interact with us there. I post a lot of stuff there. Yeah, but Facebook. Say hi. Let us know you're listening. Just post something there and say, hey, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Oh, um, small world. Oh, we're going to do that again? We haven't done that for a while. Yeah, uh, we did it. It's done. We did There's, that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. That's, that was it. Yeah, we mentioned it. Um, yeah, no, that's where you can reach out to us. If you're listening to this on anything, um, like it, comment it, comment it, comment it, comment it. Yeah, comment, five stars, obviously. Comment on it, say something. And if you have any tips, advice, if you want to see something else in the future, let us know. We're all ears. Oh, no, wait a minute. Small world. Uh, has a solo mode now, and I posted about, I posted a link to the article that talks about it and where you can get it on our Facebook page. So neat. That's some actual legitimate small world news. Thank you, friends. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Enjoy. Build a little birdhouse in your soul. Not to put to find a point on it. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Put a little birdhouse in your soul. Put a little engine in your birdhouse soul. That's weird.